Welcome to the first session of the Unnamed Podcast, <laughs> which we should have named. So we are going to be playing Castles and Crusades. There's only one edition of that game, I think. It's like the fifth printing. And you guys are going to be playing on the flying city of Arx Multimus, which is a giant flying mountain that was yanked up from the ground about 800 years ago, I believe. Can you spell that? When... <laughs> no. <laughs> Arx is A-R-X, and then Multimus is M-O-L-T-I-M-U-S. Oh, of the classic Multimuses. M-O-L-T-I-M-U-S. Okay. So, hundreds of years ago, there was a scourge that covered the earth in accounts vary black ichor is a really common theme though and that seems to fit the few corrupted creatures you've seen so one weakness that these corrupted creatures have is it's spread among pretty much every creature and animal and plants and whatnot was they had a weakness to light so they did what any good light sensitive thing would do they screwed up the atmosphere so there's permanent cloud cover over the ground. This was not great for anyone involved, but especially for the people that did not want to become part of the large corruption overmind thing. And so they made mountain fortresses and eventually managed to yank them out of the ground before they were overrun. And that's about as much detail as you have on it. You know there was originally more than one, you know that, well, you know that your city is the last one you've seen recently because the previous sightings, the latest one was about a hundred years ago. These devices or these cities don't seem to follow a particularly set flight path. Um, and at least as far as you all are concerned and know, um, there's not really, it's not set up to be piloted. It's kind of running on automatic um, to reduce the points of failure and presumably to stop someone from having a bad day and crashing the city into the ground. So there may be other cities up there. You're not sure. Um, the ground is basically unseeable to you at the moment from as high up as you are. The other thing is that the creature or virus or whatever that has taken over the ground has not forgotten about the flying cities. And so anytime there is a rainstorm or other thick cloud cover, it will send um, monsters and other creatures up through the lower cloud cover using the shade of the higher clouds as cover for them to attack. The city has drills for this. You like there's a very set lockdown procedure. A lot of people go and risk their lives on the outside um, to try to take down as many of the creatures as possible because it can and has happened that they get in through vents or caverns or just you're not going to secure a mountain perfectly. But that said, on days when that's not happening especially, things are pretty okay. And you all are able to live fairly standard and hopefully fulfilling lives. 
And with that, um, the interior is all extremely dense. Um, lots of hallways, lots of caverns. Space is at a big premium. You're dealing with thousands of people. And so, while thousands of people don't fill up a mountain, they certainly need more existing space than can quickly be carved out of it, especially because this place was originally a fortress, not a living situation. They'll be packed in small apartments. Um, there is, There are additional areas being dug out all the time, but people have children for some reason, so, you know, it keeps filling up. Food is relatively well managed. There is basically always food, a bunk, and some basic clothing available to you, regardless of your economic status. Granted, you're basically eating like oatmeal three times a day and hanging out in scratchy wool clothing, but it's better than nothing. Food is grown both inside and outside. Inside is using magic to simulate the sun or using magic to just drive growth without the sun. You can also grow things that don't use the sun, like mushrooms. Meat is a relatively rare commodity, and there is also a large forest that survives the takeoff on the backside of the mountain from where you are. And so creatures do still live there, but as with a lot of things, it's pretty dangerous. And all of you know that basically as soon as you get out of the living levels, things start getting weird pretty quickly because there's just not enough manpower to maintain safety in all of those spaces. So I think that's kind of all the details because as players, you needed to know about mushrooms. So <laughs> uh -huh. with all of that out of the way, why don't we all introduce ourselves? So your name, your pronouns, your character's name, your pronoun, their pronouns. Yeah. My name, then my pronouns, then my character's name, then their pronouns. Okay. And any character details you wish to, with, you wish to share. <laughs> all right. So with all of that, um, I guess I can start. I'm Ian. I use they, them pronouns. I'm GMing, so I don't have a character. But all of my NPCs will be flawless and beautiful. And so that makes up for it. Um, Erin, do you want to go next? Sure, I will go next. I'm Erin. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns. I am playing Erisine Mefenwi. Uh, she, her pronouns for Erisine. Erisine is, uh, she's 99. She's turning 100 this year. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she's half elven, um, the daughter of an elven socialite and a human man. Uh, her mother is Aramithi Mifanwi. The things that I know about, uh, Erisine are that her father was human and, uh, she never knew him. He died when she was about 30 of old age he would have been in middle to old age when my parents met 
Um, my mother is a longtime party girl. Sorry, I'm literally reading from the thing that I just wrote like an hour ago. <laughs> no, no worries. <laughs> um, my mother is a longtime party girl, and that's generally how I've lived my life as well. The only thing that I really know about my parents' story is that my father was invited to give a guest lecture to one of the societies that my mother belongs to, and somehow they hit it off, probably during one of the rainstorm lockdowns or something. And uh, yeah. <laughs> my mother was pregnant with me before the left wore off. Um, my mother was deeply shamed by uh, all of our social circles for her romance with my father. And I never knew my father as a result. I still bear the stigma of being a child of dual heritage. Um, in that, you know, everyone... A, my grandparents, who my mother and I still live with um, don't really understand uh, my aging process because I'm aging much faster than they <laughs> any of them ever did um, my mother is like 443 my grandmother is like 1187 my grandfather is 1221 and I'm like 99 and normally in elven society like your 99th birthday is when you're like turning maybe like seven or eight for a human <laughs> so far as I can tell so my grandparents are like oh you're very precocious it's weird you thinking about like maybe getting married and that's that's very strange we don't understand how to deal with that at all <laughs> um my grandparents are old money assholes think of like cape cod or martha's vineyard kind of old money assholes i don't have any siblings my mother herself is only just now sort of approaching the point where it would make any sense for her to settle down and I never knew my father so I don't know if I have any siblings from that side my grandparents my grandparents uh, really sort of control everything about you know my mother and my life and you know we're party girls so it doesn't we don't really have a life outside of that. We don't need to have jobs. Neither of us. My, my mother barely has an education. Um, and I really only went to prep school. So, uh, yeah. That's me. Oh, yeah. Also, like, I've murdered some people because they were dicks to my mom. <laughs> And are you thinking of pursuing murder? I guess not as a profession. No, 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 no. I don't need to pursue it as a profession. I mean, no, I just, just yeah, I like just think hobby. like if you tell me your sob story and you'd like to give me a nice gift, I'd be happy to listen and take care of anyone who seems to have caused the sob story. So you're a good friend is what I'm hearing. I'm a good listener who can problem solve afterward outside of uh, range of you. 
<laughs> and preferably anybody else is here. Ho hopefully, yeah. Yeah. All right. In that case, uh, Adam, how about you go next? Well, you just spoiled the first part. Yeah. My I name know. is Adam. I uh, use he/him pronouns, and uh, my character's name is Vons, and he is little fox guy he uh are we using i or third person uh first person or third i'm sorry aaron were you using heart. first person or third person <laughs> language for your character I, for I some reason i suddenly can't remember uh first person so <clears throat> okay then uh my character's name is vons i am a staunch anti-capitalist alchemist kind of fox i like to dig in the dirt i like to find the little grubby worms i like to nibble them up and sometimes turn them into eh, poultices potions poisons take your pick i've generally got a kind of a grizzled attitude and i like to sell my uh my potions my medicine mostly great stuff for headaches or cramps or head like head traumas or, you know whatever got a sore ankle i've probably got a thing for it it's great good Is business it just all like morphine <laughs> sure yep yep morphine good stuff good so good healthy stuff um yeah, and, and then some. Uh, you just talk to me in the back of my shop. I might just set up like a lemonade stand style shop in the middle of the town square and do my thing. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of street vendors who just set up and then roll up at the end of the day. So yeah, that wouldn't be unusual. Yep. Um, how tall is your character? About four foot two. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. The way you were describing it, I was like... You are not the size of a literal fox, right? That doesn't match the species description I wrote at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. Also, that would make thumbs completely useless. No, we're we're very anthropomorphized here. Yeah, yeah. Thinking that uh, that Disney's Robin, we're gonna edit this part out. Thinking that Disney's Robin Hood kind of thing. Because uh, the editor, you can't tell me what to do. I'm gonna embarrass you if I having you reference a popular franchise that's a useful touchstone for people <laughs> come sue us disney come at it <laughs> it's fair use to compare things i don't know it's disney <laughs> i know all bets are off when it comes to those guys they're gonna start suing people for having folk tales right we were going to appropriate Kermit. this in the future. <laughs> okay. Um, and Wit. Okay. Uh, my name is Wit. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. Uh, I will be playing Grix, whose pronouns are also he, him. Grix is a kobold illusionist, by which I mean he is a hedge wizard, a, uh, a magician. He doesn't like the fact that he's an illusionist he feels that it's lesser grix has only recently come into illusionism illusionism 
would you say that he's been disillusioned? Uh, more like he's uh, been illusioned. Illusioned. <laughs> yes, exactly. He was originally a mechanic for the city, maintaining the machines that keep the city afloat and flying. However, the kobolds have the worst job of mechanics because they have small arms and can get into little tight spaces. Uh, and Grix lost one of his arms. Um, after that, Grix was no longer able to perform his mechanic duties, but was able to use his illusions to create uh, diagrams of the city, do mending of, of parts, cast light to see in dark places, um, other, other things that are useful and still beneficial to the, the mechanic crews. However, Grix doesn't feel like this really fulfills his destiny. He really liked being a mechanic. And uh, he feels uh, a little down about that. Grix is looking for a... Uh, he has a prosthetic right now, but it's not especially good. He's looking for something better that can do a little bit more fine motor skills to help him get back to his old job. Uh, or else he'll learn how to use his magic and uh, get better at that and find fulfillment that way. Um, All right. Yeah. All right. So what I was thinking we could do today is kind of as we're knocking the rust off of our new podcast, it makes sense in my brain. Mm -hmm. is that we could do little intro scenes for figuring out how you all get involved in your first little quest together. Because I believe we've established that you all know each other, but like in passing. Yeah. You have seen each other on the street. <laughs> kind of. We thing. could pick each other out of a lineup. Yeah. It's like how I can recognize my barista, but I probably can't tell you their name. Even I might though just they be wear a bad the name person. tag. To be fair, as of recording, it's been about six months since I've seen a barista, so. <laughs> <laughs> Not entirely true, but close. I also moved. I have a multitude of excuses. So, as a general thing, what all of you are going to end up doing is you're going to go and try to figure out a problem in one of the wards of the city. Which, if I can read my notes... There we go. The Warrens. It is the equivalent of the city's... Probably one of many, but... Um, basically the Red Light District. And... There is an issue there with the way the magic is flowing through the machinery, or not flowing. It seems to dip at random times, and have gotten very unreliable. A lot of enchantments in this city are permanent and on singular objects. So like a street light would just be a permanent globe of light. A, a sign could be like some glowing gas trapped in a long glass tube that was then bent into novelty shapes. And so on and I've so heard forth. This before. <laughs> it feels vaguely familiar. No way, because I'm a creative genius. <laughs> but there is still major conduits running all over the city. A lot of it is powering 
engines isn't quite the right term, but the mechanism that keeps everything aloft. However, you do have a lot of like minor city functions that take advantage of things like water pressure, because you have a gravity-fed water system that collects rainwater, but just gravity alone doesn't tend to make for a great showering experience. And also some of the bigger pieces of equipment do rely on or are tapped directly into power. And any irregularity is cause for concern, mostly because an irregularity is fine, a shutdown is inconvenient, and a catastrophic failure is the kind of thing that leads to explosions, <laughs> which are generally discouraged in enclosed spaces full of rock. Understandable. Especially flying yeah. above, high above the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Generally not advised. About how accustomed to explosions have we become? They are exceedingly rare. Especially in the populated areas. Grix, you've probably seen more explosions than everyone else just because sure. you've been around machinery when it's burned out or people have added reagents in the wrong amounts and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, the city's pretty stable. You know that it is getting pretty hard used at this point. And a lot of what should have been institutional knowledge is slowly or quickly uh, being lost, depending on the lifespans of the people involved. So the mechanic crews have a decent idea of how everything works. And various people in charge in the higher echelons of kind of the hierarchy of this city say they know what's going on. How much you believe that is wildly variable, depending on the person and their personality. <laughs> but yeah, everything is totally fine all the time. Vons disagrees. <laughs> you have a social safety net. This is already <laughs> better than the real world. <laughs> Still too capitalist for me. <laughs> Pharmaceutical companies are cutting in on my game. I like the idea that a pharmaceutical company is just like one dude who owns a stand of willow trees and makes aspirin, but because he can make more than like three at a time, <laughs> he's just crushing the market. <laughs> My paws can only work so fast. All right. So as far as people and them getting in. We're going to start with Grix, because getting Grix into this is incredibly straightforward. <laughs> sure. Mm. Yeah, so... so uh... You are heading into the office of your supervisor, uh -huh. a kobold named Cog, to get your day's assignment, and also just kind of to check in and see what's up. So what does the kind of home base of your work look like? Ooh, so uh, it's located right at the edge of the Cobalt Warren. Uh, the Cobalt Warren is where I live. It is exactly as crowded as it sounds. We are pretty much on top of each other. So the, the uh, performance office is right at the edge of 
the Warren, and uh, it's it's kind of like a little more than a shack, but at least it has light and heat and running water and the rest of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like so a very rundown mechanics garage kind of. Vibe. Right. Yeah. All right. So you head on in and you see your supervisor. Um, you mentioned you're more of a furry kobold, right? Yes. Uh, so kobolds can run the spectrum between dog and dragon. Uh, <laughs> and I am a little bit more on the dog side of the uh, the spectrum. Okay. Because your foreman is just very much on the dragon end of the spectrum. Uh-huh. This sure. has no implications beyond what they look like. Cog has orange scales, is one of the more relaxed foremen you've ever had. You know that he used to go down on construction jobs until really recently, like within the last couple years. Uh Um, He was getting a little bit older, a little bit slower, and also he often volunteered for the rather dangerous and long um, deep tunnel assignments. And realized that kobolds don't live that long. He has kids. He might not want to spend, you know, weeks at a time in a super dangerous environment and then just not come home. (laughs) Sure. So he kind of accepted being booted upstairs to be behind a desk. So you walk on in. Your foreman's there. I need to do a voice now. Fuck. <laughs> so do I. Hey, boss. Yeah. <laughs> no one can see me. I shouldn't be embarrassed. No! <laughs> <laughs> I can feel myself flushing. I don't normally do character voices, but I'm trying to do it for this game. And so this is going to go all over the place. Yeah, yeah. You have my support. You can do it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Only panic. (laughs) Hey, Grix, how's it going this morning? Uh, It's uh, it's all right. Uh, What you got for me today? We have a special request from the Department of Investigation, and I thought it would be a perfect fit for you. All right, lay it on me. You know those guys. They don't know anything. They need an advisor. Okay. And we are going to send you, because you're good at working with not cobalt. <laughs> Understood. And also, to be honest, we thought about sending Norg, but you know Norg. He gets frustrated and then he starts biting things. Can't have that. Oh, uh, I know Norg. <laughs> so this is going to be down in the Warrens. Not the Cobalt Warrens. The citywide Warrens. Um, you know where that is, right? Oh yeah, of course. Okay. So you're going to meet up with a small group of people the Department of Investigation is putting together. And you are going to figure out there's a magic flow problem in the area and it's not being caused by any of our usual stuff. We sent crews out, we checked things, nothing 
seems to be going wrong, but you can still see the magic levels dip, and that's no good. Mm. All right. All right. So you're going to meet them at a bar. At a bar? On the job? Out in front of the bar. <laughs> no, we're not going to have you beat in a tavern on your first day on the job. Okay, so let me look it up here. And... <clears throat> right, it's called the Wasted Worm. Uh, sorry, repeat that? The Wasted Worm. W-Y-R-M. There's a drunk dragon on the worm, side of the front. Worm! Yeah, worm. <laughs> what did you think I said? <laughs> worm? Oh. You know worms aren't in season. <laughs> well, alright. Do you need anything from us? You got your tools? Yep, got my tools. Alright, get out of here. Uh, if you finish today, come back and let me know what happened, but... Otherwise, just, we're going to need a report anyway, so write it up after you're done and we'll file it. And presumably the Department of Investigation will be very happy, because I hear they like paperwork. <laughs> Alright, got it. And you head on out. Okay. Dang. Ian, as an aside, I love the wasted worm concept there. Because it makes it kind of obvious that the drunk dragon was already taken. <laughs> like this Listen, is there's a lot of bars bar. in this city <laughs> got nothing to do but lurk inside you you drink a lot see also antarctica okay so um aaron hello hello how would erasine get involved in something so base as assisting an investigation well she does have the person who taught her how to do assassiny things their name is mandosa um and the first time i tried to shop for poisons they just saw right through me but they like really saw me and so they took me under their wing and taught me how to actually do it all correctly and they have their hands in a lot of pots so I owe them you yeah. know for helping me take out my enemies uh, <laughs> and so I'll yeah. kind of just if they have something that they need me to do I'm happy to do it also, you know, I right. never quite fit in in the, you know, social, the elven social world. So, uh, I've always been able to kind of, you know, skirt around uh, doing kind of whatever, whatever I wanted or needed to do. Uh, whether in in the world of the elf uh, of the elves um, you know kind of at the top of the mountain or uh, further down there's no real reason that I can't go wherever I want 
It's easier yeah. for you to get away. <laughs> okay. Um, and what's Mendoza like besides a fine spotter of talent? Um, they're a non-binary. They are... They seem like they might also be half-elf, but they've never told me. Um, in fact, they don't really tell me that I don't really know anything about Mendoza, uh, other than that they have a shop that mysteriously does not have a name uh, on the door or on a sign <laughs> and um, never seems to have anyone in it. Um, <laughs> it's totally, it's totally not, a not a front. Why would you even suggest that? This is a perfectly reasonable <laughs> apothecary. <laughs> um, yeah, just... I don't honestly know very much about them. They told me what I needed to know. And I got the very strong impression that if I asked questions, uh, they wouldn't answer them anyway. So... <laughs> All right. So, do you actually do you buy poisons from Mendoza? On um, basis? yes, I currently have uh, three very weak poisons from them. Okay. In that case, I'm gonna say that you're walking along, doing your business. How do you spend your days when you're not? stabbing people in alleys or dancing uh, balls. well my best friends and i uh really are very into uh just getting wasted like all the time um uh yeah we're we're just like there's nothing to do and we have money and not a lot to spend it on and our parents and families don't expect us to do anything, so we're sort of just wastrels. <laughs> <laughs> so you're probably getting slammed in a bar with yeah, music. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of, like, just good bards, because what else are people going to do with their, like, creative energy? Um, so we, yeah. We're, we're probably just getting wasted in a bar. <laughs> Miss Green talk to genarians. Nonagenarians. <laughs> hey! Yeah. <laughs> Soon I'll be a centenarian! Ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you're in your favorite bar for the day. Yes. With your best friends. Who have names. All of whom are they do have they do their names tell me their names are jaspar colig's child that's j-a-a-s-p-a-r-k-o-l-i-g-s-c-h-i-l-d-e he's an elven man damn and tylea marquite who is a gnomish woman that's T-Y-L-L-I-A-M-A-R-Q-U-I-T-T-E. 
I will learn to stop writing these down before you start. <laughs> I'm always wrong at at least one quantity of letters in a row. <laughs> I also have names for my grandparents if you're interested in those at some point. But I am going to send you this email, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See the wiki. Yeah, these yeah. are my friends that I went to prep yeah. school with for several decades. Uh <clears throat> They're the only two people in my personal life who know about my double life, and uh, I trust right. them wholeheartedly, and they would never reveal my secrets just like I would never reveal their secrets. Okay, and then um, what are their personalities like? Are they just party kids? Is one of them secretly brooding and serious in the room? <laughs> Yes, uh, I would say Jasper is uh, one of those like brooding and serious in an, uh, in an, in an alluring way uh, kind of people, um, but Tylia and I just don't let him get away with it when he's around us, so <laughs> we, we make him like chill out right. and be not so not so frowny and like he thinks he's a fucking poet you know like he's one of these douchebags <laughs> uh talks a lot about i guess not david foster wallace but... oh yeah no he's totally oh man yeah 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 he's totally he's totally a, like a he he david foster wallace is like his guy <laughs> He's that guy in your MFA. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. Uh, Tylia is... Um, right. Tylia is just like... A, like a nice, chill girl. <laughs> we're just all, like... We're like the not-assholes from our prep class... <laughs> Yeah, that's what I would say. We're we were the we were the three in our prep school class who were not assholes. Gotcha. Um, but Tylia, of course, being gnomish, um, she's even longer lived than the rest of us, or she's even longer lived than I am, and so also, it was a it was an elven uh, prep school, so you know. It was a, the fact that she was gnomish was, uh, it, it wasn't like completely out of the, like realm of, things that happen regularly. But she was the only gnomish person, in our, in in my class. Yeah. And I'm sure all the other kids were super oh, nice. Oh yeah, about that. totally. Those kids handled difference totally. really well. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're out partying, and what is the name and general vibe of your favorite drinking the name spot? Name and general vibe of my favorite drinking spot. It's it's this uh, it's this distillery actually. Um, they make really good uh, elven brandy. Um, uh, it's called the uh, uh, the Nipper. It's just like their their brand of uh, brandy is just called the nipper. 
Um, and so we're down at the gotcha. Nipper, um, you know, as always, starting at about noon every day, they, you know, have, they have, you know, the cycle of bards coming through, playing music. Um, it's a, it's like a fun, it's like a Linda's vibe, I want to say, if you know Linda's. <laughs> Capitol Hill. <laughs> Sorry, local yeah. <laughs> jokes. Like a douchebag already. <laughs> I don't know references. other. I don't know what it's like to drink in other places. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> if you liked Linda's, at least in about half of them, it's probably worse. <laughs> but okay. So you're We're at the, the nipper. nipper. Yeah. Um, and you guys, it sounds like you open this place up a lot of days. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of people open this place up a lot of days. <laughs> Lots of uh, big lunch crowd. Yeah, big lunch crowd. They do have, they have, they have, oh, they have uh, meals here, too. They have food. Yeah. Okay, so... I'm going to keep trying to call it Linda's now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the nipper is, well, it's open. And it is already, as you mentioned, it's not crowded crowded, but it's getting there. Um, You have a red-haired human woman setting up in the corner. Uh, The first bard for the day plays the fiddle looks kind of hungover (laughs) it's only noon guys why (laughs) uh the crowd is a mixed bunch that said i would imagine that this distillery tends toward a slightly higher end clientele yeah like slightly higher end yeah it's like the bottom of um you know where the rich kids go yeah so they're socialites and aspiring socialites and people meeting for business stuff and then you three getting drunk. <laughs> the layout of the place is there is a big central round bar and strapped up to the ceiling is an enormous barrel that you've never been sure if it's a novelty or not that has um, delicate glass piping going down and reaching to various spots above the bar cool and out of this piping when flicked with a finger it makes a ringing sound and roughly one shot of brandy comes out huh and there's all sorts of rumors about the barrel at least three people think there's a body in it (laughs) but so as part of your day um the bartender comes over and asks, uh, so, what you having? Oh, can I have, um, can I have some of that one that you made from, like, the apples last year? Because that was really good. I mean, it's expensive, but yeah, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Got it. 
All right. You know, just put it on my tab. You know, I'm good for it. <laughs> <laughs> you get the impression this guy's a little bit newer. You've seen him around, but he hasn't like internalized your presence to the point that the other stuff. <laughs> sure. See him go over, flip open a ledger, flip through some pages, flip slower through an alarming number of pages. <laughs> it's a- let out a low whistle it's- and then pour your drink. <laughs> it's Aracene. Aracene. They might have spelled it with a S when I re- first came here. But it's with a got C. It, got but it. it's with a C. Okay, found it. Awesome! Thank you! Okay, yeah. Pours your drink, comes on over. Sets down a coaster and the drink. I take it and go back to my table with my friends. As you pick up the coaster, a small note falls out from the bottom of it. I take the note. And when I get back to the table, uh, I like read it. I read it under the table. Okay. Good. I was a little worried it's gonna be like I take the note, I ball it up, I throw it away. No. <laughs> no <fucking> <laughs> so the note. It's not signed in the traditional sense, but you recognize the symbol that's been etched on the bottom of it in a rather elaborate pen stroke that this is a note from mendoza um does it say anything or is it literally (laughs) i really like the idea that like they forgot to write the actual note they're just like i signed this perfectly (laughs) (laughs) i mean if it's just their symbol that's cool like i i i feel like i would understand that i'm supposed to just go find them (laughs) asap or whatever in this case there's a short note it tells you something i should have written down before (laughs) it says that they are calling in a favor They need you to go and work with Inspector Pearl at the Department of Investigations. Can you spell the inspector's name? Um, P-E-A-R-L. Okay. The note just says, it's a freelance gig. My clients need to know who to kill. You'll figure it out. And then symbol (laughs) Mendoza symbol Mendoza symbol I um I finish my drink uh not like down it and like bolt out or anything but like I have you know I have my drink with my friends um yeah Uh, Telia is like, you know, she saw that I like was reading a 
like a note and she keeps like staring at me but I like shake my head and then you can hear her interior monologue going what's in the note what's in the note what's in the note yeah, <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> what what is it right. what is it what is it yeah. what is it <laughs> intrigue <laughs> interesting thing happening in this city ever um uh but uh as soon as it's like polite for me to get up and leave um i go i go home i get my um rapier and i put on like normal person clothes what i think of as normal person clothes which is just my um my like leather coat and I have like a like a like a leather quaff um and I I you know put together my my like little my little bag of stuff because I don't know got if your I'm poison your daggers what yeah got your poison your daggers yeah I got my poison <laughs> my daggers my sword and just like a couple of other things there's no I don't have a ton um, Several dozen hard cheeses, but all in sample sizes. <laughs> no, I. It does not occur to me to take food because I don't understand okay. <laughs> what the mission is. And if they're gonna take me, if they're gonna make me go somewhere overnight, I'm like, you're gonna pay for my food, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's a per DM on this, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> I was told that this is. Um, a freelance gig well here are my freelance uh things that i'm gonna need sorry <laughs> uh but i go to find inspector pearl at the department of investigation okay so the department of investigation is a weird place it is pretty elaborate it's a lot of offices a lot of small offices um down various hallways but going out kind of in a starburst pattern from a very large common area that is mostly a large empty oval except for the billboards that populate pretty much the entire center of it in a long row this is because the department of investigation has a standing staff but in a floating city full of secret hidey holes and <laughs> tons and tons of people all trying to get ahead, there's a lot of issues to be resolved. <laughs> and they can't dedicate a person to all of them. So what has happened is they often bring on locals as freelancers for things that are not urgent or, honestly, things that aren't murders. <laughs> uh have you seen this, is this basically bicycle? What, this is basically what the cops would be if they only did violent crime and farmed out the rest. Okay. Law enforcement is not super existent in the city if you get the Department of Inspection, Inspection? after you, or Department of Investigation, whichever one I named it. <laughs> uh, you're in big trouble. Otherwise, people normally just kind of work things out among themselves. 
or hire people like you. Know. Sure. Excuse me, I'm not hired. People give me gifts, and sometimes I do things that are nice that other people Your might not think Services are nice. politely requested. <laughs> And you may deign to assist I them. I may deign to assist them. Alright. So, in the Department of Investigation, um, you ask around, it's pretty easy to get pointed to the right office. The door is closed. The name is just painted on the door in block white letters. That it is Inspector. <laughs> Sorry. You... It's Inspector Purity Pearl. Purity Pearl. Sometimes you, you lose the dice roll with your parents. <laughs> um. Hi. I'm. Um. I was sent here. Uh. I have a. Um. I. I. I like go to like hold up the note and then I'm like oh shit better not do that shove it in my pocket and i'm like um hi uh i'm erisine mifanwi uh i was uh sent um i was told i was told you might need help with <laughs> something It's not clear to me now Hello. what I was sent here to do, but I was sent here to do something. Um, do you know um, Mendoza? Do you know what I'm supposed to be doing? <laughs> so, um, this woman looks up at you. <laughs> With kind of a, what? Look. <laughs> um... It's a younger human woman. You're kind of shaky on human ages, generally speaking, but uh -huh. <laughs> this one seems really young to be doing this job. Given your knowledge level, you'd guess that somewhere between like 16 and 30. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you're like me when I try to identify the ages of children. <laughs> it's like, you're still small okay <laughs> um but black hair dark kind of dark circles under her eyes um it goes oh oh um sorry erisine erisine I, I don't know a mendoza but i think i was told to ins inspect you <laughs> expect you <laughs> and she kind of digs through and shuffles through some papers and finds a clipboard on the bottom of a pile, pulls it out, promptly toppling everything that was on top of it. Oh god, oh god, can I help you? Oh, uh, it's probably, oh shit, it's probably, like, all it's okay, confidential it's okay. stuff, it's right? Okay. Uh, uh, do you want help? I can help you! I'm okay, I'm okay. Um, they said they'd get me a cabinet three weeks ago, so... Shirts any day now, just around the corner. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But, no, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. We all start somewhere, right? Um, but, right, right. One of the chief inspectors 
don't remember which one. I'm not sure I'd met him before. But anyway, whatever. They let me know that you'd be coming to help on the Warren's job. Have you been to the Warren's? I don't think I have been, no. No, I don't know why I would have been there ever. Well, this is the... Not the Cobalt Warrens, the other Warrens. <laughs> You'd think one or the other would rename, but apparently not. So what we're looking for here is basically there is a magical energy issue going on in the area. From what I understand, this is not your area of expertise, but you may not know this about the Warrens, but it's a uh, competitive place. The bars, brothels, various drug dens, which officially don't exist, apothecaries, and everything else are constantly trying to outcompete each other. And to be perfectly blunt, there is a lot of organized crime in the area. They normally keep to themselves, and it essentially self-regulates, and it's fine. But we did get someone from the maintenance crews in on this. But we're not sure how far he's going to get. If it's just him. The chief inspector told me that you're good with people and can handle yourself. So we were hoping that you could assist this, um, this mechanic as he tries to solve the issues. The chief inspector knows me? Well, they're the one that handed me the note saying that I should be expecting you and which job to put you on. So they've at least heard of you. I assume. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sounds good to me. Um... Is this expected to be a multiple-day job, or, like, ooh? Hopefully not. It, it depends on how long the mechanics okay. investigation takes. And, yeah. If it's uh, in a okay. public access tunnel, or if it's in a, you know, normal maintenance access tunnel, and it's easy to find, it'll probably be over in an hour. If it turns out something more complicated is going, going on, it could take a while to disentangle it. Okay. So where do I find this mechanic? You'll be meeting him in front of the Wasted Worm down in the Warrens. Um, oh, the Wasted Worm! <laughs> I haven't been there in like 20 years! <laughs> well, uh... <gasps> Do you still remember where it is? I think I have a map somewhere. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Good. I can find it. Everyone knows where that is. All right. It's going to be the standard rate. Um, okay. Just put it on my tab. Um, is that a thing? I think that's a thing. Okay. <laughs> 
So <laughs> I think Ericene just thinks everything, the entire like world works on just tabs. Purity is too new here to dispute that notion. <laughs> <laughs> like Ericene very infrequently like handles money herself. She just doesn't have a reason to. Just waits for like, that. Everywhere you go, you just say, oh, put it on my tab, and they put it on your tab, and then somebody pays for it somewhere, somehow. <laughs> the angry creditors show up, and the servants are like, oh god, not again. <laughs> Pay them back. It's fine. Like I said, my grandparents are old money assholes, so like, I don't have a reason to handle money most of the time. That's fair and valid. And... Yeah. All right. I have a few things that I bought with actual physical money myself, and I am uh, those are most of the things that I went back to my house to get from the hiding place that I keep them in. You had a modicum of discretion and didn't just write your name down for it, bought three poisons <laughs> in someone's notes. Oh, no. Gosh, no. Yeah. No. Mendoza is better than that. Oh, yeah. Mendoza doesn't keep They would never write books. that kind of thing down. <laughs> it's all in their head. Or at least that's what they yeah. tell everybody. Okay, well, thanks. I really appreciate this. Um, uh, yeah, just... Should I come back and tell you how it went? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do. Um, okay. Cause... I can tell you're great. Thanks. <laughs> I'm excited to work with you, Purity. Can I call you Purity? I'm so sorry, In Inspector Pearl. Either's fine. <laughs> but which do you prefer? Like, do you want to just be like chill, like friends vibe, or like you're my boss and I'm your subordinate? Let's let's try friends. Okay. That seems less complicated. <laughs> well, hopefully I'll see you again soon, Purity. And if I don't, um, hopefully uh, I won't have any bad news. I might be coming up here. And yeah. It feels like it might be that sounds good. Good luck. Sure. Have fun. Ericene leaves. Right. <laughs> As Ericene leaves, um, she pushes her way through the crowd. Heads on out, walking past a fox folk who is walking in to look at one of the job boards. But that is not quite where his story begins. So, Vons. Describe mm -hmm. what your daily stall setup is like. Well, you know, it's like your... It's like your typical daily stall. It's, it's a stall. It's a, it's a, it's a box. It's a box. It was crate. It's, it's a crate box. <laughs> turned over. It's a, it's wood. It's wood. What do you want? I'm behind it. <laughs> what? What kind of wood? What quality level? Oh, well, Is it nails, screws? <laughs> Is it glued together? I found it. I found it. it there was a guy in it at first. <laughs> So there's a smell now. Now there's a smell, but it's fine. It's fine. It's a box. You can barely smell it over the smell of your tinctures and salves and 
oils and whatnot. Fur, yeah, fine, also, fine. There's a smell in my fur. If that's what you're getting at, I was not fine. But if you want to have an aroma, always, that's perfectly valid character fur. beat. <laughs> Look, the showers, the showers. They just don't have that much pressure. Okay, okay. Like and like the little wand thing. It doesn't quite get everywhere. And it's it. My den, my den doesn't have actual plumbing. Uh, not not officially. We're working on that. Oh dear. It, 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 it's a. It's it's a it's a leak in a pipe, okay? It's a leak in a pipe. <laughs> Showers take like an hour. You just kind of stand under it, <laughs> waiting to get wet. I love. That. I mean, when your home is a hole in the ground, you you make do. I mean, it's everyone's fine. home it's is fine. a hole in the ground in this city, but yours sounds like a more recent <laughs> hole. Well, I dig a new one every so often. That's impressive, given that the city is embedded in stone. (laughs) (laughs) There's parks. Oh, dear. Okay. (laughs) So, you've been having a decent day. You're moving your usual product. Things to help people grow hair. Things to help people lose hair. Things for various configurations of various pleasurable areas doing various pleasurable things. (sighs) Yeah, yeah. Painkillers, you know, the usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things to turn that hair purple, things to turn those pleasurable things other colors. It's fine. Whatever you need. <laughs> Is dick dying the new fashion? <laughs> I mean, you know what? Sometimes it's just not opalescent enough. <laughs> Ericene, do the elves ever get up to anything like that? Uh, dick dying? Yeah. No. I mean, I, I'm just saying, rich kids spend their money and do weird shit. <laughs> I've never seen anyone die their dick, but, you know, like, I wouldn't say no. It's the latest fashion, don't judge. If I saw one, myself. Meanwhile, I don't know what you're getting at. Meanwhile, Grix is sitting in front of the wasted worm going, maybe I should dye my dick. (laughs) (laughs) You absolutely should. Come see me. Yeah, that's Grix's first thought. As he's sitting in front of the... (laughs) Well, I would imagine that Grix is in the middle of the red light district. A whole lot of different kinds of you know, sex stuff all over the place. All of the vices everywhere. There must be like a billboard advertising it. There's I a, mean, I don't advertise. There, there's you can a find town me. crier type advertiser. <laughs> Fair enough. It is weirdly one of the less salacious things being advertised by someone yelling into the street. <laughs> but okay. So, I know that Bonds tends to, we went over that alchemists can be a little bit competitive, um, but <clears throat> what is your relationship with kind of your your local small business community? Do people like you? Do you oh, they're friends? small. They're small. They're very small. Very small businesses. Very, very small businesses. You know that, uh, that drugstore over at the corner? 
Yeah, I I, uh, I operate out of the alleyway behind it until they tell me to leave. Uh, some sometimes the corner in front of it. Uh, that's that's where the good business is. Um, you know, uh, uh, or you know the 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 open field field of rock, really uh, rubble. It's across the way there. It's still under construction. I'm sure they're about to turn it into another drugstore. Fucking competition. Kind of sick of it all. Uh, Capitalism. Is this drugstore Starbucks? <laughs> like in its hey, business if model. If you want, if you want it in front of a block? Starbucks, <laughs> I'll meet you at the Starbucks. No problem. I can, I can, I can work out of a Starbucks. Yeah, we can do that. I'll just take out my. Uh, I don't have a laptop. Um, Does Bond steal drugs? Like <laughs> illegal hard drugs? <laughs> no, 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 no. Why, why steal what you can make? Well, but do you sell those that, things to other people? That wasn't the question? Yeah. Deal. Deal. <laughs> Is oh, he a deal. drug dealer? Is he a drug dealer? Well, I mean, by definition, yeah. <laughs> Not a drug swiper. All the box <laughs> have from swiper. This explains why I would have uh, perhaps met him ever. Yeah. I bet you got great party drugs. <laughs> well, I don't usually focus on that so much. I mostly just want to want to give people a, an easier way to to be healthy and and find their find their comfortable place, you know, get their get their wounds taken care of and get their uh, get their cough gone and uh you know, uh kill their enemies. It's fine. Um <laughs> you really... you know whatever you want to use these things for. You're really it's, into it's the good. science of homeopathy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Homeopathy, homeopathy, yes. It makes producing the drugs a lot cheaper. <laughs> I mean, when you're, when you're finding it, you, there's there's fungus everywhere. It's all over the place. There's uh, stuff growing in, in weird crevices. It's It all does interesting stuff. It's, it's good, good things, good things to know. Do you know what homeopathy is, mm-hmm. Adam? <laughs> Uh, uh, no, 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 I don't care either. We're, ju- we're, I'm just grabbing stuff and mixing it. Uh, I, you know, I use my sniffer. Okay. My sniffer. It tells me, uh, I tells only me ask because do. homeopathy is more about diluting drugs to the point that they're useless. <laughs> oh yeah. No, we don't do that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, we're all about bang for the buck in here. That's, that's what my lemonade stands all about. You're a good, honest drug dealer. Well, I'm an effective one. Oh, dear. All right. So the crowds are walking by. Again, you've had a decent day. Um, mm-hmm. And then you see a figure kind of stumbling back and forth in a rough serpentine shape your direction. They decide to stop their momentum by running into your crate. This is not a problem because this person is a pixie. Ah, yes. Mass times acceleration. Very little force. Mm-hmm. A pixie who, to see above your crate and to be more visible to the crowds, is walking on a small pair of stilts. Oh, that's so cute. Be- it's so cute. So this is your buddy. You know from around the neighborhood. His name is Harvey. And Harvey the Pixie has a broken wing, which is why he's using the stilts right now. Uh, 
that's gotta suck. It does. Oh, that sucks, Harvey. What happened? Like. What happened to your wing, bro? Like I fell off a bed. But it wasn't my bed, so it was really tall. And then the guy I was with fell on top of me. <laughs> and I think that's when it broke. Oh, Harvey, you gotta watch those rough tricks, man. I, I didn't know it until later. That the drugs were really good. <laughs> but dude, I have a favor to ask you. What's up? What do you need? What do you need? So, before this whole incident, I signed up for a gig, and now I can't do it. Can I send you? It'll be good money. I mean, it's not with this same guy, is it? I, I mostly just do the dealing out here. Oh, no, 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 no. This is legit, man. Okay. Department of Investigation shit. I am all about legit. Uh... How much investigating are they going to do? Do they do background checks? If they we're, did, we're not, they we're not going in on any. Okay. 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 So. Okay. They need a chemist, I guess. Sure. Alchemist, apothecary, whatever. You got that sniffer? You can tell. Yeah, Alcohol from good. peroxide, from gas so we should be good gonna be helping mm -hmm. some mechanic guy i kind of spaced out after that point um but uh here he takes off this little like bag and pulls out what is clearly what was at one point like a six by nine scrap of paper that has been folded several times and was taking up like his entire bag <laughs> here the details are on here so you got this oh yeah 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 yeah. hold on hold on hold on yeah uh-huh uh-huh yeah you you unfold it it gives you uh -huh. the details meet in front of the wasted worm yes you're gonna be looking for a cobalt from the mechanic group and the group that is with them uh-huh yeah yeah i've been to this uh this wasted worm before this place is a dive man all right um sweet sweet uh hey uh what 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 day does this say on it that's a little smudged oh um like later today <laughs> today today oh okay okay ddb okay. cover, can... can... cover your booth no 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 don't worry about it i just kick it into the corner over there it's fine um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, well, it, it smells like piss. Nobody, nobody wants to get near it. Uh, That's a good security. I rented out to that. Uh, I rented out to that guy over there. It, it's, it's great. Um, okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, so today, uh, yeah. Uh, do you need anything for that wing? Uh, I don't. Well, do you have anything? Got some. Got some painkiller here. I have two. Got some wing repair over there. Do you have any like weak stuff? It, it's it's not. So I so I got some wing repair. Um, I call it wing repair. It's just glue. 
Um, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I had a buddy who glued a wing back straight once. Okay. Apparently just really okay. hurts. All right. All right. Suit yourself. Suit yourself. It's fine. Well, I, I, and I can do things about, about hurts. Hurts I can fix. He, um, he basically buys the equivalent of maximum strength Tylenol. You know Harvey. Okay. Harvey has been treating this with essentially a handful of Vicodin and is probably looking for something that isn't quite that extreme this time. Because <laughs> the handful of Vicodin may have been what got him into this in the first place. Right, right. I get the sense that Harvey can't quite feel all of his face anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. So the note tells you to... Um. Yeah, tells you where to meet up. It does say if you can basically to, or Harvey asks you kind of as wrapping this up, if you can go tell them that you're subbing in. Because otherwise they're going to be like, you're not a pixie or named Harvey. So so wait, I'm sorry. Am I, uh, am I contacting somebody to alert them that I'm subbing in? You're going to go check in with the inspector in charge of the investigation. Checking in with the inspector in charge of the investigation who is not at the Wasted Wyvern. Sorry, Wasted Worm. No, but you can swing by the Department of Investigation on the way. You'll just be checking in with Inspector Pearl real quick. Okay, cool. All right, so I'm on my way trepidatiously to the... Uh, Department of Investigation, which sounds like a very ominous building. Very spooky. So I'm going to walk in there with my uh, my cloak up, uh, my ears tucked back, and uh, my whiskers poking out. <laughs> uh, cautiously reading the doors as they go by, looking for Inspector Pearl. You, you find Inspector Pearl? It's... Um ajar but not open it's open so uh i'm gonna just sniff the air real quick and uh take a listen inside the door see if i hear anything sound safe to go in it's anything going on smells like paper ink and a poorly ventilated office space uh musty yeah um all right so you, you hear what sounds like very soft breathing from the other side kind of rhythmic and slow Okay. All right. So I'm just going to do that thing where you kind of knock on the door and creak it open at the same time. Yeah. Like, I'm not really asking permission to come in there. I'm just going to do this and open the door anyway. So you can zip up your pants real quick if that's a necessary thing. You hear? No? Oh, wait. I'm wait. Hi. <laughs> Hello. How's it going? Wakeful and energetic. What's up? Is how it's going. Um, how can so, I help uh, you? I'm I'm here about this thing about this uh, this thing with this note that I got. Yeah. Do you show her the note? Uh, I just wave it around real quick, faster than they have an opportunity to read it. Uh, well, if it relates to a note, I can't know what it relates to unless you. No, show it's me this note. It. It's this note. It's right here. I'm just gonna. Yeah, this goes back in my pocket. I'll need slightly more uh, to go on. My friend. My, my, my friend. My friend. My friend sent me here. We're, uh, What's your friend's name? You, 
you needed help with the Harvey. Har- you know Harvey, right? We both know Harvey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Harvey. Yeah. Oh, um, can good guy Harvey? Can he not make it? Uh, well, I'm I'm here for him. Harvey Harvey needed me to sub in. Where we're good. Everything's fine. What happened? You know, well, you know Harvey. You know Harvey. I've met Harvey like once. Shame. Harvey's awesome. Anyway, I'm subbing in for him now, so uh, don't need to worry about anything. I'll uh, okay. I'll, I'll see you later. Qualified apothecary. Uh, what? I couldn't hear you. I'm on my way out the door now. Bye. You hear? What's your name as you leave? <laughs> All right, and you. I'm subbing for Harvey later. <laughs> That's not a name. <laughs> Don't do any background searches, bud. <laughs> she can't. <laughs> but all right, so, and you head on over to the Wasted Worm. I presume. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, sticking to the shadows? just squirking around doing my thing waving hi to the people i know taking the narrow hallways and back alleys and all that good stuff mm-hmm. yep real quick hi this is ian your castle keeper slash gm and also the audio editor for the podcast so we actually weren't able to have our fourth player kelly who uses she her pronouns join us until the second session So we're doing a little bit of a jump over to that audio. So apologies for the little interruption. And we now get to meet Kelly's character, Wealthy Taylor. Kelly, what is your character's name? What do they look like? Introduce them to the group. I am Wealthy Taylor. I am a halfling wizard. Um, I'm about two foot 11. I have long brown hair that's usually worn in a braid. I wear very nice clothes because that's what my parents were. They were tailors, and they were very, very good at what they did. I did not want to be a tailor, so I went to university and became a wizard. But I continue to enjoy fine clothes. I went to university. I graduated. But nobody wants to hire an inexperienced female halfling wizard. And so I make, uh, I refurbish women's hats at a milliner's shop above which I live. So the tailor's kids get nice outfits, but the cobbler's kids get no shoes. That there you go. That's a bad deal. <laughs> yeah. Hate to be a cobbler. And your class is just straight up wizard, right? Just straight up wizard. Do you have any kind of way you're angling as far as spell choices and stuff? I realize you're level one, so that choice is like one spell. But... <laughs> <laughs> I chose... Ma- uh, I, what did I choose? I chose... I chose magic missile... Detect magic, detect poison, light, and message, which allows me to um, whisper from from a distance. So those are what I can do right now. Uh, just just so you know that uh, that detect poison super. spell gets a lot of false positives. Just a lot of false positives. Yeah, It'll just go off. Super all the time. not gonna need it with uh, an assassin <laughs> and uh, an apothecary. And I, I do put no, apothecary that's true. in giant finger quotes i mean not that we're saying we know anything about poison that's that's like a whole thing that's <laughs> oh no <laughs> Aracene knows 
It's a lot about poisons. <laughs> See, I can't imagine why. I think I asked this last session. Would Erisine consider herself a dilettante? A dilettante? No. Okay. She would. She might I'm... be a debutante. <laughs> I can work with that. I was trying to figure out what euphemism to put in my notes, so I didn't just write assassin for a character that tries not to talk about being an assassin. Um, she's. And besides, you do things as favors. She's. She's basically Paris Hilton, but an assassin and interesting. <laughs> Or she thinks she is anyway. Rich inner life. (laughs) She has a rich inner life. Okay. That's hot. That is hot. (laughs) Just thought I'd get that out of the way early. No, I think I think we've already established that uh, Ericene's tagline or uh, catchphrase is, "I just put it on my tab." (laughs) Yes. You realize that is 100% going to bite you in the ass someday, right? Oh, 100%. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So, Kelly, how would Wealthy Taylor get involved with this band of semi-responsible civic-minded individuals? (laughs) How would... Well, um... On my downtime, I spend either I, I either spend it with with two fellow students that I know from from university. We either spend our time in the library, or else I spend it with a girl that I work with at the milliner shop, going around uh, exploring around town. And so, one of those options, if somebody had to come in and uh, had a question about magic, or if I just you know like stumbled into something while I was just wandering around town okay do you ever take on freelance work outside of the shop i would love to take on freelance work i would so love not to be refurbishing hats in that case do you want to make my job super easy and take on freelance work at the department of investigation sure (laughs) if somebody comes and asks me to do something i will be more than happy well you can also go in and check the board which i think is probably what we'll go Ah, with okay because I, I can't quite think of a way that someone would go, I know what we need on this job, a milliner. <laughs> <laughs> and an inexperienced halfling wizard working as a milliner. You're partnering up with a cobalt illusionist who has one HP. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have more than one HP? I have four HP. Oh, good. Whoa. I, I enjoy that this party has the total HP of, like, one beefy fighter when you add everyone together. <laughs> I also have four HP. <laughs> yeah, I rolled that, and I was... I, I looked at I looked at that four... Da, that, that 1d4, and I was like, aw, man! <laughs> yeah, welcome to CNC. Don't get sneezed on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. so... You head up to the Department of Investigation. It is one of the... It's one of the more like well-known civic organizations, as part of Arcs Multimus slash the Arcs. Basically, its whole deal is um, it handles it personally handles violent crime and then basically outsources the rest. The population is small enough that generally people are left to self-police, but when there's problems that are 
kind of don't seem to fall into anyone's responsibility or are very clearly like the government style organization's responsibility. It tends to come here before it gets farmed out to other places because they determine what the problem is and then attempt to get people to solve it for them. <laughs> because we cannot escape the gig economy even in D&D. <laughs> <laughs> A gig is a gig. It's true. Work is work. So when you go in, the the inner room is basically an enormous kind of oval shape. There are hallways going off in every direction that lead to basically office upon office upon office upon office. That said, in the center of this big oval room, kind of a line, are numerous bullets and boards one after the other and on those boards are jobs like usual there's always a crowd here people looking for jobs people meeting up for jobs people trying to get paid for the jobs they did but you're pretty small you can slip through the crowd get up to the front the selection of jobs is pretty usual there's a lot of like find my lost cat Hunt down the person whose dog killed my cat. (laughs) (laughs) Like lost items. Various slightly more petty things or like interpersonal stuff. You know, I suspect my husband is cheating on me and we don't have good communication skills, so please spy on him for me. That stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But as part of that, from where you are standing, you see a what looks to be a hastily scrawled job posting basically for uh, anyone with magic expertise that would be willing to help with a job down in the warrens okay that would be me yeah i have some Uh, form of expertise and they say it, it pays okay they do mention like specifically that university trained wizards would be super helpful here when you take it down there's actually a description of the job on the back side what you're doing is shockingly what all the other characters are doing and going to investigate a disturbance in basically the magical power network of the city most magic things operate independently of the grid but some of the bigger equipment things that pump air and water and like automatic door seals and things like that all use a grid that's hooked into the main magic engine that runs this whole city and keeps it from crashing into the ground So things are going weird there. There could be any number of reasons, but it looks like they basically want you there as a subject matter expert in case the engineer that's working there, like if this goes too far beyond their area of expertise. Sounds good. I'm, I'm all for it. Awesome. So you are to meet this engineer, Grix, listed as a kobold, gives a short description. A short description? A short description? <laughs> I was trying to drive wow. past that pun. <laughs> wow, already with the jokes. Yep. <sighs> so sorry. <laughs> um, but you're supposed to meet him outside of the Wasted Worm in a couple of hours, which we will montage. The Wasted best. Worm? Yeah, it's a um, bar on the edge of the Warrens, and it's kind of useful as a meeting place where, like, you're in the right neighborhood, but also people don't tend to get mugged right there. I believe that when uh, Purity Pearl mentioned the, the Wasted Worm to uh, Mayfin Wee, she was like, 
or sorry, Ericene, uh, she was like, <laughs> was <laughs> she was like, <laughs> wasted worm. <laughs> yeah, you've definitely been there. I haven't been there the... since college. <laughs> How many years ago was college for Ericene? <laughs> um, fifty. Oh, that's not too thirty, bad. somewhere between thirty and fifty. Only some of your human classmates have died by now. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, so you head on down. And that's going to be a wrap for us for episode one. Sorry for the slightly sudden ending. Again, we're still learning our way around the editing room. But thank you very much, and we hope to all see you for episode two. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've just heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback? Want to just let us know that we got our rule wrong? Don't do that last one, but you can email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod or on Twitter at primeattribute or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for everyone of our memes, hopefully all dank, but possibly otherwise. Castles and Crusades was published by Trollord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week by Ian. That's me. Thank you, me. You're pretty great. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. For the record, my character's not on crack. He's just a fox, and I figure his metabolism does this to him. I, I got that. Yep. Yeah, I kind of figured like he was just this There way. was anything <laughs> that weird about it. Okay. It, it seemed like you might be, like, a little high, but more like you may have just kind of fried yourself a little bit at some point, and were just a very yeah. conscious person. <laughs> Yes, I'm not I'm not trying to play him as a user, so to speak. <laughs> so just not trying to get that impression. Sure. No, I didn't get that. that. Yeah, no. Gotcha. I got that he was a fox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it seemed very appropriate. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. But